Welcome to Season 3, Episode 1 of the Well Workplaces Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Bosner, and today we will be talking about the Circle of Control with Dr. Natalie Flatt, who will be my co-host for the whole of Season 3. Now, the reason we are partnering up for a whole season is because we want to focus directly on mental health, and we really want to focus on improving everyone's knowledge and capability in this space so that they can have a great new year where they can focus on their own well-being and performance. Now, rapid change can feel like a roller coaster that just won't stop. This feeling of not being in control or in the driver's seat over the last couple of years has created some anxiety and overwhelm for many. And so with Dr. Natalie Flat on the episode, we'll be talking about how to create your circle of control. This is a very simple tool to help center yourself and to take back control and reduce overwhelm. So Dr. Natalie Flat is gonna talk us through the specific steps in the circle of control exercise. Over to the show. Welcome to the Well Workplaces podcast. I'm Tom Bosner, your host. And today I'm chatting with Dr. Natalie Flat for season three, where we're going to be talking about circle of control. Natalie, how are you going? I'm okay, Tom. I'm okay. I love that we are talking about this very easy to use technique today, probably especially in the current climate. Absolutely. And we were just adjusting our hairs. Our hairs, we went live today because we've got these horrific, uh, or I do anyway, this horrific COVID hairstyle. So please don't judge us if you're watching us on all the different channels that we're streaming on today. But Natalie, let's get into this one. So what is the circle of control exactly? Yeah. So what this is, Tom, is that when we can focus or we can pay attention to, or what we do focus and pay attention to is a real key determinant of, of how anxious or how calm we are or we exude in any situation. And that can come from being at work, being that homeschooling parent to anything, you know, to do with the current climate of COVID. Now, what if we tend to focus on things that we can't control right now, generally speaking, we will actually be feeling a lot more overwhelmed and a lot more anxious because our the brain has really evolved to dislike this level of uncertainty. But if we can then develop a habit of finding and focusing on the things that uh, we can control, this will actually provide us with that more certainty to go through our daily tasks and our life and then provide us with, again, an element of calmness and also clarity in any given situation. For anyone who's actually watched any of our previous podcasts of Tom and I talking about that adrenal response you know, the whole element here is to be able to calm down that that whole automatic nervous system to be able to provide the clarity of the, of the frontal lobe through the problem-solving techniques there. And a great visual of doing this is through creating our circle of control. So it's the stuff that we can pay attention to which we can control. And then the stuff that's outside of that circle is we're trying to eliminate or reduce utilising our energy on focusing on that element there and and incorporating it more internally yeah perfect makes perfect sense to me and i think visually as well if people can if they're listening to this if they can picture a circle as an exercise i guess what this episode's about really is just how 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 can we do this as an exercise firstly drawing a circle 
and writing in the middle things that you can control is is really that first step. And also, I guess at the moment, Natalie, and, and over the last year, as we've been talking on podcasts for well over a year, um, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of rapid change in the world. And for a lot of us, if you grab a pen and a bit of paper and you start writing down all the things in your head, you'll come up with a really busy list of activity in your head. So this is really about what can you control and what is not worth worrying about because it's out of your control. Is that fair to say? Pretty much, Tom. Absolutely. And it's also that the whole point of this is it's directly connected to that fight or flight response. So a lot of the times, especially in the last couple of years, dare I say, even saying that out loud is sad, that we've been put in this state of uncertainty and we've conformed to that social norm of listening to rules. And I suppose from this area, this has actually probably created that level of, of survival from a big picture, but internally it's actually, or you know, individually, it's actually not helped everyone long-term. Short-term wise, when things are out of our control, yes, we want to be able just to have our survival mechanism put in place and, and do what everyone else is doing and conform. And we do that as a whole. And that's the evolutionary way of surviving and survival of the fittest. But long-term now, what we've seen is those impacts um, of that adrenal response going on and on and people living in an emotive way where they're living in aggression or, or also in fear. So that fight or flight response, and it's really starting to impact their daily life whether that's personal or professional yeah yeah so it's that we've moved ourselves into chronic a chronic stress yes. state in some ways so with this circle of control let's step through this exercise now so let's assume that you've got a circle you've written things that are in my control in the middle um, of the circle if we move into what would be some examples of things that people might put in here if you were doing this with a client perhaps yeah, yeah. And it's a really good question because I, I actually go and talk to my clients and ask them these questions. Maybe questions could be like, what are the top three things I could do to improve my current situation right now? Or how can I adapt my social life or, or lifestyle to benefit me post lockdown? Because relationships and relationship breakdowns are one of the main issues that we, we do see a lot on the platform. And I also see a lot with personal clients. And, and then even how can I adapt my work-life balance right now to be more effective for me right here? Now, these kind of questions, these are what I call interrogative questioning. We want to be able to get up to that interrogative self-talk. Because what you're trying to do here is you're trying to ignite the frontal lobe again. And the frontal lobe um, area of your brain is actually responsible for those problem solving or like, you know, high level problem solving techniques there. So as you're beginning to answer some of these questions, what you end up doing is you're moving into that focus on what you can then control. And just from doing that, it starts to alleviate that adrenal response, which we're still needing to do, I suppose, simultaneously there. And by focusing on those things that you can control, it isn't also about your thoughts. It's then about taking the action. So it places you in the next step to when you write down the pieces of paper. Perhaps you've decided that you're going to get more exercise or reigniting that exercise is a great way to improve your lifestyle. It's a great idea, isn't it? But you're going to need to take action to then continue to grow your circle of control. So when can I then do my exercise? How am I going to do my exercise? What is my exercise going to look like? Am I going to do that with other people? This is all these choices, all these answers, they are also in your circle of control. So the more you can then explore that, 
if it's either with yourself, like you're sitting down as a self-reflector or with a partner or a good friend or a sibling um, or even a, a therapist, this the, the more you can hone down on it, the more that it's going to work for you. It's going to become action orientated. Yep. Perfect. All right. So that makes a lot of sense with, with this one. I'm just going to work through some examples of some of the things that might end up in the circle of control. So things like how you handle your feelings, like how you treat others, your effort and your intentions, how you take care of yourself as well, which is what you were saying around things like exercise, the stuff that we know does naturally help our overall well-being. Yeah, the words and the actions, I think, is quite a nice one. Is there anything that you would add to that, Natalie, or do you think that's quite a good sort of list there? It's, it is absolutely. I'd probably even add that what I'm watching right now, <laughs> media is one of the biggest ones, isn't it, that is being is really affecting what we can and can't yeah. control. I certainly know, I don't know about you, Tom, but there's days where I might be feeling a little bit more fragile than others. And again, that's just part of the human experience right now. And probably flicking on the news is probably not a good thing for me to do because that can actually make me feel a lot more vulnerable and can make me feel like that, that my life can feel out of control and so that's also within my control and and that's got also got to do with a lot of clients that are just really quite impacted by social media whether that's what they're seeing with other people and friends and I suppose that false style of life right now is something that a lot of people it can really get them really down and we are in a very fragile state a lot of um, us are in a very languished state as well so what you can control is also what are the the emotions that you want to feel right now because those emotions are also within your control. And, and then how do you feel those emotions? So if you want to feel right now, you want to feel energized, what are you going to do about that? And is something like the media, something you're watching right now, is that actually knocking you down? Because that's, so the media and, and what we watch, it's all about the five senses, isn't it, Tom? Is that we can control what we can be seeing, what we're hearing, what we're, we're touching, what we're smelling, what we're tasting. And if we can incorporate that, wellness is our best resource right now. Incorporating those five senses within our control, that's going to make us that, have that all-rounded feeling of uh, we've got this. Because that's what we really need to get up to that kind of a statement, don't we? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I really like that one around consumption. So consumption of social media, news, all of those things. And we've all got that friend who's maybe overseas or somewhere else where they're having a great time and they're on social media and then you're on social media looking at how great a time they're having and that can lead you down a path of feeling like you're missing out perhaps. Yeah, your consumption and maybe putting something, you have a choice around how much you engage in that type of thing. Natalie, that's really, I love that. That's a really cool exercise so far. So circle of control, we've got our things in our in the circle that we've really identified there. If we move along, the next part of the exercise, I'm assuming it's to go, all right, what about outside of the box? So things that are out of my control. Yep. Natural disasters, that was a good one, wasn't it, Tom, the earthquake? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. So the, I guess the, the next part of the exercise is, is really going outside of your circle. What are the things that are out of your control? And, and we've got things like the weather, natural disasters. There was an earthquake in Melbourne. What was that, a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. Do you want to talk about some of the other things, Natalie, that people might end up putting down in this section where it's external locus of control? So what's not really attributed to my actions and that kind of thing? Yeah, and again, I think I'd be putting media in here. So social media is, is definitely one to 
to add in there, Tom. And with clients, this is what I do all the time with them. And it can become a little bit more automatic once you start that process. And you can then start to identify, is this in my control? Isn't in my control? So it might actually shift between the circles just for the moment until that becomes a little bit more automatic. But definitely one of the biggest ones here is what you've actually got is other people's actions. So what other people are doing right now, and you can't actually control what other people do, but you can control your own actions, which might then elicit a different action in others. So it's all about just creating your own behavior change. And then you might actually see a different outcome in other people rather than getting them to to see that's the problem there. So it's really nice that you've actually put that one in. And other people's choices right now, that can be really difficult. It can be very polarizing in the current climate too, but that's something that we have to learn that is out of our control and creating that level of acceptance and empathy. That's their point of view or that's their that's their style or that's their religion or that's their culture towards certain situations right now. Hoping I'm saying that diplomatically. Yeah. So that's something that's, yeah, really important and it's you can't control that. So you're putting all your energy into it, but is that worth the energy? Can you put the energy and shift your energy more internally? Yeah, I think when people do this exercise on that outside where they're talking and thinking about all the stuff they can't control, they'll realise that there's an extensive list of things that they can't control and it's quite a liberating thing to put it all down because then you can the, your mindset shifts to your other list of things that you can control and, you, and what you were saying there is your energy can be really focused and I think um, one of the things I've been talking a lot about lately is energy and how some people are running on limited energy so it's more about how you use it and not trying to do everything. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think I, I can't recommend enough to everyone listening out there, just grab a piece of paper and grab a pen and just start jotting it down, like just have that little un unconscious flow of, of just words and, and thoughts and then to be able to see you know, where they may lie. As I said, you might then move certain things in it. There's Obviously, this is not an extensive list. There's going to be definitely more things that you can add to it. But it's all about starting that because that's then the process of basically trying to address and assess exactly what you just said, Tom, where your energy is lying right here, right now. We have to conserve every every ounce of energy, especially as we move into the recovery phase of lockdown. And being able to make the right choices, the right decisions, and then the right actions is going to, to really be created through that internal locus of control there. Absolutely. And then when you finish this exercise, just to bring it all together, so step three is you've got visually, you've got your stuff that you can control in the middle, and then on the outside, it's all the external things, like I was saying, just channeling your energy in the right direction there. Natalie, my last question for you is with this exercise, obviously you're working with lots of clients now and workplaces, of course, and individuals. Who does this exercise really target? Is this something for everyone right now or is it, are you finding that clients specifically with certain issues really get the most out of this exercise? I reckon it's everyone. I think it's a very good exercise for everyone to do. Everyone's felt an element of anxiety. Everyone's felt an element of overwhelm. Everyone's felt an element of uncertainty discontent the the list goes on there and dis disillusioned so i'm trying to think of all the clients that do come to me that i then talk about look it obviously definitely benefits individuals that were really struggling with anxiety the way the general world is right now this is something that we all need to take stock of and it's a great way to self-check in it's a great visual it's something you can add to it's something that doesn't take too much time 
And it's a great way to also start to have some goal settings because it allows you then to determine what, what is going to benefit you the most. Where are you going to place your energy on moving forward? That may have also been different pre-COVID. I feel like this exercise, Natalie, for me, I'm going to take a lot from this chat here. And I feel like this is one for me that might work well on the end of the week or the start of the week, just to stay, keep the energy going and flowing in the right time, right direction, keeping the news turned off, staying off social media, except for LinkedIn Live, of course. And um, and yeah, I feel like that might be a good try for me anyway. So I'm hoping that the people that are listening to this, give this one a go. I feel like it's a great exercise. And obviously for season three, we'll be continuing to be bringing you tips, 10 tips over the, the rest of the season. Natalie, thanks so much for this one. I really love this one. Pleasure, Tom. Put that one in your toolbox then. <laughs> I love it. And my virtual toolbox done. Thanks again. Let's chat next week. Absolutely. Take care, guys. Okay. Thanks. Thank Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another Well Workplaces podcast. If you've loved the show, it would be fantastic if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Or feel free to follow us on LinkedIn or Instagram and search Well Workplaces or my profile, Tom Bosner. The show is produced by Alice Hoyle and is made in my backyard cubby. If you would like to hear more about our exclusive events and more about the Well Workplaces community, feel free to email me directly at tom at wellworkplaces.com.au where I'd love you to tell me who I should interview in the future podcasts and also tell me what you've loved most about the show. This podcast is really built on community input and built on the aspiration of inspiring healthy change in every workplace. Thanks for listening.